This week on the Rail Splitter, the Abraham Lincoln Podcast, it is the trivia episode. These two great gentlemen are dedicated to a proposition. To each other. And. Party on, dudes! Welcome to the Rail Splitter, the Abraham Lincoln podcast. My name is Jeremy. With me is Rail Splitter Nick. Hey, what's going on? And you know her as the blogger Civil War fangirl. She is Rail Splitter Mary. Mary, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys doing? I am doing outstanding because we finally made it to the much-anticipated trivia episode, and we have two very special guests with us. Uh, the first guest I would like to introduce to Rail Splitter Nation, who will be playing in the trivia game along with us, is AJ Mass. AJ is the host of the podcast Beat My Guest. Uh, he's a writer for ESPN and for Sports Nation, and he wrote two books, How Fantasy Sports Explain the World, and the great title, Yes, It's Hot in Here, about his time as Mr. Met. AJ, welcome to the show, and thanks for coming on. Oh, it's my pleasure, guys. Uh, always uh, happy to uh, do anything trivia-related. <laughs> okay. uh, and, uh, yeah, no, I appreciate the invite. It, it sounds like it's going to be a fun time. So uh, I'm a fan. We've all been listening to Beat My Guest. I'm a huge fan. Um, and I think we do need to say at the top that one of, your, uh, one of the things you say in your show is that the hot seat reduces IQ points. So um, we're, we've got very hot seats here. We'll just put that at the top. <laughs> you know, we're going to blame it on that, right? So, Man, I'm already the dumb one on our show, so I'm really going to expose myself. So, and AJ... As long uh, as my hot seat is not on the balcony, we'll be okay. All right. Oh, <laughs> Wow, that was quick. I like it. I like it. Um, so, and AJ is a fantasy sports writer for ESPN. Uh, one of the cardinal rules of fantasy sports is no one wants to hear about your team, so I will spare everyone the details of my championship in fantasy baseball this year because I know you don't want to hear about how I won it all. <laughs> so, no, I'm just kidding. So, anyway, AJ, welcome to the show, uh, and we thank you for your work on Beat My Guest, and thanks for coming on. Could you talk about your football team? My football team is two and five. Yeah, Not great. That's, that's why I brought that up. <laughs> Not great. You're awful. And our host today, from the as the Skyler sisters call it, the greatest city in the world, from New York City, uh, the host of the Something Something Birds podcast, Mr. Lita George. Hi everyone, how are you today? We are great, Lee, and thank you so much for coming on the show and for agreeing to host. Uh, by far, the most work for this episode was done by Lee. So, thank you, Lee. Um, and welcome to the Rail Splitter. Thank you very much. And we won't talk about my fantasy football team either because I have less wins than the Giants do. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's, uh, we definitely have some of that in common. So before we start, uh, I just wanted to mention that this is our first charity episode. Uh, we mentioned briefly way, way back in like episode three or four uh, that we were going to, to focus a little bit of a charity drive at some point. Well, this is... The time is now as we kind of approach the holidays, so um, Lee was kind enough to agree to do a lot of work for this show. Uh, we offered to pay him a little bit of money, and he um, asked instead of payment that we would do a charity um, and donate that, that money to a charity, which I thought was very generous. So today's show is going to benefit autism research um, because that is a cause that is near and dear to Lee, and coincidentally, it is also near and dear 
to a lot of us as well. Mm -hmm. um, so real, real quick, I just wanted to mention that uh, I'm, a, I'm an educator, Nick's an educator. Um, individuals with autism at our school are the most um, essential and beautiful uh, people that we have in their essential uh, fabric in the tapestry that is humanity. And um, I think the more we understand about autism, the better we, we will be as a society. Yep. And it is important um, because um, autism awareness, I think, is on the rise for sure. But um, there are some threats to autism in education um, that just just came out over the last couple of days. So um, it is important to to talk about autism and um and all of that. So, Lee, I don't know if you wanted to mention anything about your connection to autism. Well, I am, I'm an educator as well in New York City. Uh, but more than that, my eldest daughter, Zoe, has autism. And she's on the spectrum. And she's the most wonderful human being on the planet. Um, but she suffers every day. And I have uh, run the Philadelphia Marathon for uh, autism awareness, uh, for, for Autism Speaks, and I continue to be an advocate in any way, shape, or form that I can be. Some days much easier than others. Some days she drives me up a wall. And, um, but that's pretty much the same way for any child. So I thank you very much for making that donation in regards to autism awareness. It's really near and dear to my heart, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's our pleasure. And uh, at the end of the show, we'll mention it again. But uh, those of you who are listening, um, if, you, if you want to donate to an autism charity, I believe the one we're going to donate to is the Organization for Autism Research. Um, we'd appreciate you just tweeting at us to let us know if you if you're not the type of person to uh, kind of put out there the, your charitable donations. That's very understandable as well. But we'd like to uh, kind of uh, spread it out a little bit and, and um, let a lot of our listeners donate. We do not have a Patreon. We've kind of decided not to uh, not to do the patriotism route right now for our podcast. So if you enjoy the show. Uh, that would be a way for you to, to say thank you is to join us in our donations for, for autism. Uh, my wife just Friday night went to a big a gala for the Ooh. superhero. I think it's called the Superhero Center, something along those lines. It's a, um, a area for children to play after school who have autism that takes into consideration sensory issues and has staffing that are understanding of autism. So um, she is a first and second grade teacher of individuals with autism. It's her life's work, and she is an absolutely amazing educator, and I'm so proud to call her my spouse, and um, I'm proud of the work she does as well for individuals with autism. So, And she's in the room over. She is not. She's, if you she notice how, he, how his voice went up there, <laughs> to make sure he's getting that. She is not even, she may be able to hear, but she's not. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, we would like, and I too, Lee, I'm running a shirt that says Run for Autism. Um, I ran the uh, Arizona, Rock and Roll Arizona Marathon for Autism Research. Uh, or at least about 70% of me did. I've added another 30% <laughs> since then. <laughs> a little different condition now than I was then, but, you know, so it goes. So, um, are we ready to jump into the trivia show? Yeah, as ready as <laughs> yes. I'm going to be. As ready as I'm going to be. So, uh, as a warm-up, um, I, I developed a little game following the same format that Lee uses for his Something Something Birds podcast. Something Something Birds is a great, quick uh, music trivia show that I very much enjoy. Uh, I'm not very good at it. Uh, I, uh, right now, my average is 8.7, about 8.66, and par for me is about a 10. So uh, it's a challenging show, but it's fun, um, and I don't know why I track data on it, but I do. <laughs> so, um, and I have yet to get the elusive 17, because there are 17 points total. 
So what the uh, format of Lee's show, if you haven't listened, I encourage you to do so. But if you haven't listened, there are eight songs that you'll have about 30 seconds of. You'll need to tell us the title of the song and the name of the artist. Uh, this is independent of our Rail Splitter themed uh, trivia coming up because we don't have any recordings from the 1860s. So um, these are pop songs mostly that um, just as a warm up to kind of get our brains going. So we're going to listen to these eight songs and... Lee and AJ and Nick and Mary are going to write down their guesses for the title and artist of those eight songs, and there is a connection for all of the Something Something Bird show, and if you get the connection, that is the 17th point. For is this the sheet I'm looking at with all the answers? Did I just eliminate <laughs> myself? It is not. My hand is covering the sheet with all the answers. I will abstain. I just... Uh... So, he memorized them all. <laughs> Uh, so we'll listen to the eight songs uh, in the Something Something Bird style uh, trivia game uh, as a warm-up. So as they say on Something Something Birds, what's the name of that song? Track one. Let it loose and set your body free. Leave your situations at the door. So when you step inside, jump on the Track two. There's something happening here 
what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware Track 8 And for the last point, what's the connection? Uh, so that was your something something bird style game. Let's go over the answers. Nick has eliminated himself for looking over my answer key, the shoulder over my shoulder for the answer key. So well, no, no, listeners, he eliminated me by not giving me a proper notification of this. Okay, it should have been through text. <laughs> so agree to disagree. So I'll let's check uh, email. I right will now. ask you first uh, for your answers. We'll start. With our guest AJ, can I go around the room, uh, the virtual room we're in here? What did you get for your answer for number one, AJ? Uh, that would be the uh, the song. Uh, it was like from the, I believe, No More Drama album, uh, "Family Affair" by the uh, lovely Mary J. Blige. All right, Mary, what was your response for number one? "Family Affair" by Mary J. Blige and Lee. I will concur. Family Affair by Mary J. Blige. We have a clean sweep on the first question. That is a correct answer. Family Affair. Love MJB. By MJB herself, Mary J. Blige. Number two. AJ, what'd you get? Woo! Uh, That was uh, Little (laughs) Richard. I wasn't entirely sure on the song. I kind of, from the get-go, kind of had a feeling on the potential theme, so I went with Long Tall Sally. Okay, Mary? Long Tall Sally by Little Richard. All right, and Lee. Three in a row, Long long Tall Sally by Little Richard. And you are all correct. Well done. I I would have never got the title. I would not have gotten the title either, I don't think. Based on the clip I chose, I don't know if I would have got the title. And number three. AJ, what would you get for number three? Uh, Number three, the name of the song is You're 16, but I haven't the slightest idea who did the original recording of it. I know Ringo Starr did a version. It did not sound like Ringo Starr to me. So uh, I will pass on the artist. Uh, There goes my perfecto. All right, Mary? I got You're 16, You're Beautiful, and like it sounded to me like Elvis, but I don't think that's right. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to go with You're 16 and Elvis, and then Lee? I had your 16 by not Ringo Starr. <laughs> okay. And I just want to say, like, I remember hearing this song when I was a kid. And then I listened to it again, you know, as I think you can probably already gather to fit the theme. That is the creepiest song possibly ever recorded. Like, yeah. it is like, like just the premise alone of your 16. But then the words are oh, like, I don't think that song should be played. <laughs> it's really creepy. But it is your 16, uh, and I will give Mary credit for having the title. The artist is Johnny Burnett. Johnny mm. Burnett. So let's go on to number four. What did we get for number four, AJ? Yeah, this is the only one I had to tap out on. It kind of sounded like Anthony Kiedis, but I know it wasn't the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, one of those types, but I, I, I'm tapping out. Okay, tapping out, Mary? Okay, I don't know if this is right or not, but Bubble Toes by Jack Johnson. Okay, and Lee? 
I did not have a title, but I did know it was definitely Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson is the correct artist, and the title is indeed Bubble Toes. Bubble Toes by Jack Johnson. Number five, AJ. Uh, this is Booza, President of the United States of America, uh, with Lomp, 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 It's In My Head. Oh, that was on? I love yeah. that song. <laughs> uh, and Mary? Lump by Presidents of the United States of America. And Lee. Same as everyone else, Lump by the Presidents of the United States of America. That is correct. And I give you all credit because the correct band title is that full title. It's not the Presidents. It's Presidents of the United States of America. I love the Dune Buggy song. Or the yeah. Kitty song. I really like that one, too. Uh, the, other, the other main song I was thinking of for that uh, band was Peaches. And the song Lump and Ooh, Peaches yeah. for a trivia podcast are really hard because they just say the title of the song over and over. Like Basically, yeah. the lyrics are the title of the song exclusively, almost. So uh, Lump was in the, uh, in the little selection I chose because uh, I couldn't find 30 seconds without it. Uh, let's go in reverse order because I feel like I'm picking on AJ, making him go first every time. So let's go on to number six in reverse order and start with Lee. Six, I have I Believe by the Blessed Union of Souls. And Mary? I believe by Blessed Union of Souls. And AJ. Uh, let's make it three for three there. Blessed spelled with an I. I was just gonna say, like, we need did we say blessed or blessed? <laughs> it is the <laughs> I believe by the blessed with an ID Union of Souls. That is correct. And uh, number seven, let's start again with Lee. Number seven, one of the most commonly incorrect titles, because people don't necessarily know it's actually titled as such uh i wrote down for what it's worth by buffalo springfield and mary that was the same answer i had too for what it's worth by buffalo springfield all right and aj well for what it's worth i had that exact same answer although i do believe you can parenthetical stop what's that sound in that but yet it is what for what it's worth uh those are all correct for what it's worth by buffalo springfield uh i remember as a kid that was on the fourth gump soundtrack so that's how i always knew uh, that was a double CD thing that I bought at a used mm -hmm. CD store one time. So that is correct for what it's worth by Buffalo Springfield. And number eight. Let's start with Mary this time. Mary, what'd you get for number eight? Civil War by Guns N' Roses. Dang. All right, Civil War by Guns N' Roses. AJ. Yes, uh, a man I uh, once went for Halloween for a few years back, so Mr. Axel himself, Guns N' Roses, Civil War. All right, and Lee. Embarrassingly, I did not know the title. I knew it was absolutely Axel and Guns N' Roses, but definitely did not pull uh, Civil War. So I had no answer for the title, and I had Guns N' Roses for the artist. Guns N' Roses is correct. Lee, I would have been right along there with you. I would not have gotten the title, but it is indeed Civil War by Guns N' Roses. Lee, you should have used your illusion to just uh, come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> one or two. I was just going to say, not that one. Use, use the second one. Um, so you guys crushed that, that you did far better than I ever would have done. As I said, when I do something, something birds, I set par for myself at 10, just because music's not my best trivia category, but you guys crushed it. I am glad I did not see that email. And I, okay. In an email where I kind of set you up for this, I definitely was like, Oh, it's unrelated to the show. Please pay no attention to the fact that we're <laughs> the, the podcast that we are, but I would imagine most of you probably got the connection. Uh, what did you have for the connection uh, between those eight songs and artists? Who wants to just shout it out? Uh, if you said Mary, tall, 
16. Presidents of the United States of America. Union, Springfield, where he is buried, and Civil War, you have Abraham Lincoln. You have Abraham Lincoln. Thank you, AJ, for going through that. Uh, the one that you did not get is Johnson, who would have been the second vice president of Abraham Lincoln. Indirectly, possibly Guns from Guns N' Roses, maybe Brunette from Johnny Brunette. It's not Brunette, I will it's Brunette. Say you had, <laughs> but. You had me going there for a while. I thought it was just general presidential assassinations because uh, Richard Lawrence is the one who shot Andrew Jackson, and uh, McKinley was... Uh, killed in Buffalo with Buffalo Springfield. So for a while there, I was thinking uh, that. But uh, Civil War kind of locked it in there for me. Yeah, I think 16 yeah. was uh, a little obvious. <laughs> that one was a little, probably the most obvious. Uh, yeah, that's what I got. Movie. I was like, oh, yeah, I see where this is going. So, um, <laughs> Lee does a great job with uh, Something Something Birds. A lot of times, you know, you kind of go through it, and once you get the theme, it helps you get some ones that some of the songs were artists before. Um, so it's a podcast that I would recommend, and that's a little bit of what that game feels like. So hopefully we are all sufficiently warmed up, and I can turn the hosting duties over to Mr. Lee George. Okay, so we're going to have a pretty typical trivia game here where we're going to go through three rounds of questions. Each, uh, each round will have uh, three questions. We'll have a midpoint question where you'll have to come up with a list of things. Then we'll have another couple rounds. It's going to be a lot of fun. Pretty, uh, pretty nice Abraham Lincoln trivia. Some of it is actually pop culture Abraham Lincoln trivia. Oh. So keep keep your uh, hats on for that. <laughs> um, what are our teams today? Oh yeah, I probably should have mentioned that. Uh, the teams are going to be Nick and I. I'm a little bit more of a Lincoln guy. Nick's a little bit more of a Civil War guy. So Nick and I are going to be taking on Mary, who's good at both, and AJ, who's good at everything. Okay. <laughs> so um, I guess the way we're going to do this as a, just an aside is that you'll have the two gentlemen in the room together kind of lock in their answer first before AJ and Mary start talking. Um, these questions range from, I think, stuff that you'll know instantaneously to stuff that you might not know at all. So we'll see how that goes. That would be, that would be great. This is about learning too, right? Oh, this is new right. I, I, I hope so. So um, each question will be worth ten points. The uh, final, uh, the, the midpoint question will be worth twenty points, and you'll have a chance to wager up to thirty points on that final question. So, but if you if that final question you get it wrong, you will lose the points that you wagered. We're doing all thirty. I'm putting it out there now. <laughs> okay. So if you are all ready, your mm -hmm. questions will start now. All right. We were just talking about Springfield as the location of the of where Abraham Lincoln was buried. But what is the name of the cemetery in Springfield in which Lincoln is buried? I am going to lock in. For Nick and I, if you're cool with that, we're going to lock in. Yeah, because it's a win-win for me. Either it's right or I go, why the hell did you do that? <laughs> and then I could be like, thanks for blowing it. So we're locked in. We are locked in. Okay. I'm so Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I know this one. I know I know it. Oh. It's like I'm not gonna be able to help you out here unless it's like, you know, the Shelbyville Cemetery. I pretty much <laughs> don't have much uh, knowledge of Springfield. Oh. I just got it. This came to me. I got Go it. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll rely on you with this one. I got it. 
We were just okay, telling so a good story about the cemetery earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I've got it. Lock in. All right. Okay, Mary, what do you have? Oak Ridge Cemetery. Okay. And gentlemen, what do you have? We have the Oak Ridge Cemetery written down. And that is 10 points for everyone. You're, you're both correct. Oak Ridge Cemetery. Yes. I knew it all the way. <laughs> okay. Hopefully that warmed you up. That would have stumped me, but you guys are just on top of things. Nick and I had a Question. decided advantage being Illinoisans, I think, in that one. True. Question, question two. What famous speech was delivered by Abraham Lincoln as he accepted the Republican nomination for Senate? This speech is named after a famous line borrowed from the Gospel of Mark. We're going to lock in. We got this. Yep. I approve. AJ, I think I've got it. You guys can just say whatever. Yeah, go for it, Mary. Uh, you know, yeah, we're I, I may know a lot about a lot, but I don't know a lot about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I, will, I will lock in. Okay, Mary, what do you have? The House Divided Speech. And gentlemen? We have the House Divided Speech. That is correct. The House Divided Speech. Excellent job. Now we switch gears to a little bit of pop culture. Oh, man. Did you just say Abe Lincoln? What 1993 movie had a blind character named Blinken portrayed by Mark Blankfield? Oh, it's, uh... Dude, I have no idea on this. You better be bringing it. Oh. You said 1993? 1993. Mm. Okay. All right, I'm going to... Don't overthink it. Okay, we're locked in. How are you on movies? Well... <laughs> Uh, I'm usually pretty good on movies. I don't know the answer to this question, but uh, given the year and the the stupidity of it, uh, maybe Dude, Where's My Car? (laughs) Great movie. Uh, (laughs) um, I do have an answer. Can I still lock in? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay. Well, you can talk it out. We're already locked in, so you can even... Yeah, you can tell me what you think. Oh, okay. Oh, I can say what I think it is. Oh, yeah, we're locked in. We can't change our answer. Yeah, yeah, they're locked in. AJ, AJ, I think it might be Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Um, Sure, that's uh, around the right time. I can go with that, Mel Brooks. Good guy. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we're locked in. Okay, so if we're giving our answers now... I remember this distinctly, and I think I remember what the character looks like, and I knew it was like a slapstick. And when you first asked the question, Lee, I thought for sure the answer was Top Secret with Val Kilmer, but that's not from 1993. Great movie. So, because um, I distinctly remember the guy's name is Blinken, and they say, hey, Blinken. And I wrote down Hot Shots because I thought I knew it was like a slapsticky movie like that, and I was pretty sure it was either Hot Shots or Hot Shots Part Do. But when Mary said Robin Hood Men in Tights, I think she's right. So we locked in with Hot Shots, but Mary, I think your answer is yeah, I'm going to yeah. lock in with Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, that's that's the right answer, Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that is impressive, you Mary. Blew it. Oh, God. I knew, I mean, I can picture it. I, I can picture the whole, the whole scene, and I don't know yeah. why I was thinking Top Secret, because they had a character called Deja Vu. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Deja Vu and Chocolat. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So speech, after round speech, one, 
After round one, the team of AJ and Mary sweep <laughs> that round, 30 points, yeah, while the, the boys have 20. <laughs> that was great, Mary. Well done. Thank you. Round two, question one. This question's actually about my daughter, Bryn. My lovely daughter, Bryn, was born on February 12th, 2013. How many years before was Abraham Lincoln born? Oh, math question to history teachers. That's okay. You said 2013, right, Lee? 2013. Okay. Oh, yeah. Come on. I think that's you right, got the right? math. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, lo- we're locked in. Yeah, you're good. I would like to see you use okay. the fingers for this one. <laughs> just try to. <laughs> I think I've I think I've got it, AJ. I think it's uh, yes. What year are we looking at here? Uh, Lincoln was born in 1809. So let's carry the carry yep. the score. <laughs> 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 All right, if you got it, you got it. Yeah, 104. I think I'm locking in. 200. Yeah. 200. Yeah, 204. 204. 204. <laughs> we would agree. We also locked in with 204. Yeah. And math is not a problem for either team. 204 yeah. is correct. What a great birthday, Bryn. Yes. Color me jealous. While her sister has the same birthday as Bobby, Bobby Flay, so it's not really the same. Well, <laughs> that is not a question on today's round because uh, I don't know Iron Chef Bobby Flay's birthday. Okay. Next question, as you all continue to kill my questions with a, with a vengeance. Who was the only child of Abraham Lincoln to live into adulthood, oh, having in. died at the age of 82? Got it. We're locked We're in. locked in. AJ, do you trust me to lock in? Sure, I trust you to lock in. I, I wish I had paid more attention to that episode of Timeless when it was on. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm going to lock in. So, um, fun fact out there, uh, Rail Splinter Nation, the only two who were alive when Abraham Lincoln died would be Tad and Robert Todd, but Tad, I believe, died at the age of 18, um, mm-hmm. or as a teenager, yeah. I, um, so we locked in with uh, future Secretary of War, Robert Todd Lincoln. And Mary? I am also going to lock in with Robert Todd Lincoln. Excellent job, Robert Todd Lincoln. AKA RTL. Maybe I had to make things harder for all y'all. Okay, so I don't think I'm going to trick you an awful lot with the uh, academic question. So let's go for another pop culture question. Yeah, that's where we're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Name either the writer of the book, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, or the actor who starred as Abraham Lincoln oh. in the 2012 film of the same name. Uh, I'm going to lock in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me check this. Well, hold on. Sorry. I have an answer. I'm going to throw it to Nick. I think I'm, I'm pretty. Which one is it? Those three. That... Yeah, yeah. That looks good to me. Yeah. We're, we're, good. We're, we're locked, locked in. in. Yeah, AJ, I think I. Do you want to discuss it at all? Or I think I've got it. Yeah. Um, I don't I remember who it... was the. Uh... Yeah, actor at all, but was it like it was, uh, uh, Graham Smith? Graham Smith is the yeah, author's Seth, last name. Yeah. So. yeah, I think it was Seth Graham Smith and Benjamin Walker played Abraham Lincoln. Well, there you go. We got both. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
I was hoping there would be a vampire hunter question. <laughs> I'm going I'm to ask you just for the sake of purpose, uh, uh, AJ and Mary, can you lock in one of the answers and not both of them? Uh, yeah, I will lock in one answer. I'll lock in Benjamin Walker as the man who portrayed Abraham Lincoln. Okay. And gentlemen? Well, this will be interesting because uh, I wrote down Seth Graham Smith. I wasn't 100% on the last name, but I know it was Seth Graham. I believe it's Smith. So we locked in uh, Seth Graham Smith. Well, the actor is Benjamin Walker. <laughs> And the author is Seth Graham Smith. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, you're killing me. All I'm right. trying to because you guys are killing my questions. Well, I, I, I can. I don't know why the Smith. I was hesitant on the Smith, but yeah, he wrote. He, he's the mashup person. He wrote uh, yeah. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and all those books. So, movie is not as good as the book. After just throwing that out there. Yeah, the book is good. The book's realistic. Yeah. The movie, come on. <laughs> <laughs> After round two, 60 to 50, AJ and Mary in the lead. Okay, right, question I, one I, in round three. You ready? Yes, we yeah. are ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go for it. In the 1856 Republican National Convention, Abraham Lincoln finished second on the ballot to achieve the vice president nomination. Losing to who? This person was later paired with the Republican Party's presidential nominee, John C. Fremont, in a loss to James Buchanan. Oh, oh. that's tough. Mm-hmm. Wow. God, Lee, I'm going to be honest with you. I was writing down Fremont when that question started. Oh. oh, AJ, I'm drawing a blank on this. I mean, I've got a few names in mind, but... <laughs> oh. Well, let's wait till they lock in. Yeah. Not that I'm going to help you much, but. <laughs> I have no idea. So if you guys, I'll try to talk through this a little bit without giving away too much. I, I keep coming up with names because it's a weird time. That 1856 time is like many of the future Republicans were still, not still Republicans. Whigs. And some of them were Democrats. Some of them were Whigs. Most of them were Whigs. Um, the Whig Party really hadn't truly died yet. So it's kind of an interesting time period. Fremont didn't do well in the election um, and was also still kind of a fringe fringe person. Um, not fringe, but like a third-party candidate for sure. Uh, it wasn't quite the major party yet. So um, the name, though, is I'm, I'm nowhere. Um, I don't think it's any of the big, the big names. Like, Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, let's lock. We're gonna lock in with uh, Pathfinder. No, I'm just joking. With Nick's, uh, Nick had a pretty good guess. We're gonna lock in with. We're locked in. Okay, AJ, I'm I'm drawing a blank, but I'm thinking it could be somebody connected later on with Abraham Lincoln, like in his cabinet. So I'm thinking it's one of his cabinet members, like either Salmon P. Chase or or Edward Bates. <laughs> I'm really drawing a blank. Um, yeah, I mean just. I'm not like the 1800s, not my speciality. Mm-hmm. And I know John Calhoun is, is predates that. Um, yeah. Um, could also, yeah, I was also Chase. thinking, why not? Chase? Okay. All right. We'll walk in. Yeah, let's go with Chase. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Okay. And gentlemen? Uh, Nick wrote down Chase, 
But, but we, that's not who we went but with. But that's not who we went with. We went with Bates, interestingly. The two that you brought up, we also <laughs> brought up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I went away from Seward, and I feel Chase may have been governor of Ohio. Seward, come on, dude. Drinking game, Seward. Uh, I always say Seward's name wrong so for you guys. Sumner popped into my head. Um, yeah, but we ended up going with, with Bates. So in the 1856 Republican National Convention, the person who defeated Abraham Lincoln to get the vice presidential nomination was William Dayton. Oh, Dayton. Okay. Oh, That's okay. Yeah. Wow. So we were, we were right that, yeah, I, I, I knew it wasn't going to, it wasn't a huge name. So yeah, that was a toughie. Had to get one in on you. you had to get yeah. one wow, in. Wow. That was good. That was yeah. good. Dayton oh. was good. Okay. So now that I gave you a hard one, I'll give you one that I think will be right, right up all, all y'all alleys. When Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, he was wearing a black suit made by what still-existing fashion house? A popular urban legend states that this illiterately named company stopped making black suits after Lincoln was killed. I'm going to lock in. Locked in. Okay, AJ, I think I've got it. Um, yeah, he said alliterative, which of course you know takes Mo Ginsburg right out of the mix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> men's Warehouse, not a thing. Uh, alliterative. I mean, Brooks Brothers is alliterative. That's, that's actually my answer. That's actually what so, I was yeah. Saying. The alliteration is what's going to give that one. I think so. Yeah, we're going to lock in with Brooks Brothers. I'd, I'd love to say I know this answer, but I do know what alliterative means. We also said Brooks Brothers as a guess based on the clue. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good guess because the answer is Brooks Brothers. All right. <laughs> Final question uh, in this round, pop culture. Again, in 2012, which actor won the Academy Award for his portrayal of Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> We're locked in. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Do we need to discuss this, AJ? Go ahead. Go with your locked in. Yeah. Yeah, we're locked in. Okay, gentlemen, I'm going to have you go first this time. Uh, Louis C.K. did have a great portrayal of Lincoln, I believe, in that year, but we went with (laughs) Daniel Day-Lewis. And AJ and Mary? Taking a wild guess here with Daniel Day-Lewis. I think that's a good one. I I had to give you at least one softball one since I banged you over the head. With, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad that came after the Dayton one because that's yes. nice of a boot, yeah. bit of a boot. Had to had to smack you around for one and then give you a nice one for the yeah. It worked yeah. out. Yes, it did. <laughs> okay, so going into going into the midpoint, AJ and Mary still have a ten point lead, eighty to seventy. The midpoint question: Abraham Lincoln during the election of eighteen sixty was famously left off the ballot of many of the southern states. The way that Lincoln won the election was that he won almost every other state that he was on the ballot for. Abraham Lincoln only lost the popular vote in six states in which he received at least one popular vote. For four points each, name five of the six states he lost but received the vote. Lee, you want to play a few more songs for me? Um. Oh, uh, I'm not my dying a complete blank on this. I'm so sorry. That's okay. You think there'd be more border states that would uh, be the ones? Yeah, that I'm in? thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking border states probably. Um, 
Kentucky. Kentucky, Tennessee, North Carolina, like that row. Yeah, they there. seceded. They seceded. Yeah. I don't know. Um, um, uh, Missouri. Yeah, Kentucky, Missouri. Oh. And Massachusetts, because they're jerks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need to get four of them, right? Five. Oh, we need to get five. Five, five. okay. I got this one. I got this. <laughs> okay. You know what? Yeah, and maybe New Jersey. Yeah, maybe maybe New Jersey because New Jersey believes that it's in the South. I, I kid you not. <laughs> really? I'm in South Jersey. I'm in South Jersey, and they they most of the people who grew up around here honestly believe they were south of the Mason Dixon line, which is ridiculous. Wow. But they, we're locked in. The ignorance here is incredible, but I think that might just be because of voting history. Okay, we locked in, so you guys can keep talking. Okay. And that's how I met your mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so which states are we going to go with? I can hear them. Oh, you can? Seriously? Yeah, so uh, what? You want to go with uh, Kentucky? Kentucky, Missouri, Missouri. Massachusetts, uh, Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. And... Uh, uh, New Jersey or Pennsylvania, one of the two. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of another border state that. Uh, Delaware. They're all like on that. Yeah, De oh, Delaware. Damn, De we can go with Delaware if you want. Yeah, let's go with Delaware. Okay. All right. Okay, so okay. what is your five again? Uh, Kentucky, Missouri, Maryland, Massachusetts, and Delaware. <laughs> Okay, and gentlemen. Okay, ours were close to those. Uh, we had Kentucky, Maryland, Maryland. Missouri, Delaware, Delaware, and I think he did show up on the ballot in Virginia. So we put Virginia as our fifth response. Okay. Well, one of you has a perfect 20 points. Hell yeah. And Bam! One of you, <laughs> and one of you does not. So let's go through the correct answers. Delaware. Bam. Kentucky. Bam. Maryland. Yes. Missouri. Oh. New Jersey. <gasps> and Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. How was I on that one? <laughs> All right. In in. In, in regards to New Jersey, it was interesting because oh, he was wow. definitely on the ballot and he received 40-some-odd percent of the, the vote. He just lost the state. Wow, that's yeah, a, it's, that's it's, a great New question. Jersey is a very odd animal, uh, being, being uh, someone who's from New York originally but now lives in New Jersey. It, there's such a divide that anything below Tom's River, really it feels like you're in the South. Not like you're just in South Jersey, but it, it, it's completely Republican. It's completely uh, what you would expect the, that Southern Strong would be. Whereas anything north of it is, is just a suburb of New York City, and it's, it's very Democratic. It's wow. just, it's, there's a straight political divide there, and and it, it's because of where the Mason-Dixon line hooks down. Um, they just 
they just, in their mind, it extended across, and they act as if they were in the South. It's really weird. That's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Well, I mean, I, Illinois is not a whole lot different. Um, you know, we're, we've kind of earned a reputation as being a blue state, but it's Chicago and everything else. Yeah. Um, the reason I went with, you know, that we talked a lot and that we ended up going with Virginia is to keep in mind that West Virginia was still still part mm-hmm. of Virginia at the time. So there was enough division where they ended up kind of seceding in Virginia, from Virginia in a way. Um, so that, that's kind of what led my logic to think, like, you know what, I bet there was enough support in the northern and western part of Virginia that it ended mm-hmm. up becoming West Virginia, which oddly the politics have switched now. You know, I think <laughs> as far as, like, if you're looking at a, um, yeah. you know, well, Hillary Clinton won Virginia and did not win West Virginia. So anyway, interesting. That's a great question, Lee. Lincoln Lincoln actually only received a little bit over 1,100 votes in Virginia. I mean, he was murdered. He 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 barely. Well, oh, that's Come not. Come right. well, <laughs> Dang, dude. <laughs> Moving on. In Lee's defense, when the people went into the booth, <laughs> did, did Lee just murder Lincoln in Virginia? Oh my goodness! Oh, it's not right. too soon, everybody. Relax. No. <laughs> He's been dead for like over 150 <laughs> years. Better if I had actually planned it, but wow. I didn't. <laughs> Oh, well played, Sarah. Well played. Okay, so going <laughs> into the next round, we are closer. AJ and Mary, 96, and the boys have 90. All right. Question one of round four. Abraham Lincoln is the only president to hold one of these. Its number is 6,469. What is it? We are locked in. We got this. I think I know what it is, AJ. Okay, well, we'll go with it. Okay, I think it's a patent. Um, I'm locked in, or we are locked in, sorry. We also locked in with patent. I can't even trick you with a numbers question. The answer is patent. Excellent job. It's uh, if you're out there, we're like really curious. It's not you prepare to be let down. It's like a little device for fjording over like. Like when when the water's low in a river and you can't get past it, he invented something to help you get over like a yeah. get over shallow water. So yeah. it's pretty badass. Yeah, not really, but not yeah. The Thirteenth Amendment are things that I like to think, you know. Thirteenth Amendment's up yeah, there. Yeah, that's <laughs> like one of those useful for trivia for sure. Hey, I, I, yeah. if I had had to guess, I would have guessed one of those magical orbs. But I mean, you know, <laughs> Trump held one of those, so it doesn't count. <laughs> I'm not sure how high the numbering went on those. Uh. (laughs) Question number two. FDR signed 3,721 of these. Wilson signed 1,803 of them. And so far, Trump has signed 50. Lincoln only signed 48, but arguably one of the most important ever. What are they? We're locked in. AJ, I'm going to say um, executive order. Sounds think? good. That's what I was thinking. Okay. All right. We will lock in with executive order. That's what we also Gentlemen? locked in with, executive orders. Fantastic job. The answer is executive orders. Which okay. we are toying with for a possible theme for yeah. one of our episodes because we are uber nerds. <laughs> That is fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, question number three is a fill-in-the-blank question. Mm. 
I'm going to read you a quote with a blank. I will not tell you where the quote is from. You fill in the blank. Don't know the manners of good society, eh? Well, I guess I know enough to turn you inside out, old gal, you blank old man trap. I was really hoping can it'd be you repeat the quote? Uh, I, I can repeat the quote again. I, uh, I'm locked in. We are locked in. I was hoping it was going to be like, blank scores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we hear that one more time, Lee? Absolutely. Don't know the manners of good society, eh? Well, I guess I know enough to turn you inside out, old gal, you blank old man trap. I think I know it. I just can't pronounce it. <laughs> what, what do you think it is there? Um, it's something like sock delizing man trap. Like it's, it, it, and it's the last, it, it's the line that was spoken in the play Our American Cousin right before Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Um, you sock dolagizing man trap. Sock dolagizing. Sock dolagizing. <laughs> sock dolagizing man trap. No, he wasn't a troglodyte. <laughs> it's a sock dolagizing man trap. Hey, go for it. Okay, lock in with sock dolagizing man trap. The last line spoken before Lincoln was assassinated. Ish. Ish. Okay. <laughs> well, Mary, I, we're in the same boat. I, I don't know the first syllable. I wrote down self dolagizing. Self dolagizing with D O L L O G I Z I N G. Self dolagizing is what we like to with. I'm going to give you the point, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, the you. answer is sockdologizing. It's sockdolog. Okay, sock as, as in what you put on your feet, sock. Wow. <laughs> I can't fool you on anything. This was really That's, good. That I thought was. Jerry Lewis was great at sockdologizing. It was a lamb chop. It was great. Um. <laughs> I was hoping Mary's Canadian accent was going to cost her that point. <laughs> Sockdol, yeah. <laughs> Score, everyone swept that round, 126 to 120. Yeah, and the, the thing about that line that's, I mean, it's kind of tragic. Like, Booth knew the play so well, he knew that was a laugh line. And that's why he yeah. specifically, so that line does have more importance other than just the last line. He yeah. chose it deliberately as when to, when to go in and assassinate Lincoln. Okay, next round. Question one. Abraham Lincoln would have been forced to pay money to King Henry VIII because of what physical feature of Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we're locked in. Any guesses, AJ? Um, well, uh, maybe the mole. That's what I was thinking, too. Because I think he had one and no one else was allowed to have a mole like he did. And uh, yeah. therefore, you know, right, so I would go with the mole. Okay, that's, I think we'll go with that. We'll lock in with mole. And gentlemen. Well, I was thinking height for a minute. I was thinking mole for a minute. And then Nick wrote something down that I really liked. I, I said beard. So similar to AJ's logic that Henry VIII had one and no one else was allowed to also. So I thought that's that just mean if you can't have like a mole. I mean, jeez. <laughs> uh, so like, yeah, can, can you really not help mole? That's we, how I feel. We locked in with beard. 
I like the King Henry VIII was famous for his beard tax. The answer is beard. Yes, well done, oh. Nick. Screw that asshole, by wow. the way. Beard tax. <laughs> what the hell? Beard tax. Well, F I mean, at least it's something you can choose. I, mean, I, I thought I Mole the was a great answer. I thought Mole was a great answer because I thought, yeah, that. It popped in my head, too. But Moles yeah. are ugly. Beards are beautiful. So I could see a mole tag. Yeah, but people can avoid beards, you know, yeah. and avoid paying. You know, I figure, you know, he's the kind of uh, jerk of a monarch yeah, who would just try and uh, take the money from people. And, hey, you've got six moles. That's even more. You can only have one yeah. beard. How do I get extra money out of the people for something they can't control? Like, you could always grow a beard to hide your face. Of course, the too. aristocracy can afford <laughs> mole removal. So, like, they can avoid the tax. And it's just designed to keep the working class down. This pretend mole tax. <laughs> so we just had a lead change, everyone. It's now 130 to 126. I know that's a little early to tell you because we're still in the middle of the round, but lead change. Yeah. Next right. question. I'm going to require a first and last name for this question. Who saved the son of Abraham Lincoln, Robert, from an oncoming train in New Jersey? Robert Lincoln. Recognize the man who saved him instantly, but the hero did not recognize Robert Lincoln. We're locked in. AJ, I believe it is Edwin Booth, the brother of John Wilkes Booth, the, who was the assassin of Abraham Lincoln. What irony that is. Um, yes, I believe you are correct. Again, I, I saw that episode of Timeless, and uh, <laughs> they mentioned all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. That is okay. also what we locked in with. Correct answers all around, Edwin Booth. I believe there's a statue of Edwin Booth in New York City. Um, I'm, I'm not seeing it, but um, yeah, Edwin Booth. All right, go look at the statue, I guess. Okay, pop culture time. Oh, no. <laughs> in a funny Geico commercial, the question, was Abe Lincoln honest? was followed by a conversation about what between him and Mary Todd Lincoln. This is probably a commercial that was not aired in Canada ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I think I know it. I, I just know the cute little lizard. <laughs> All right, I'm going to lock in. If you need more information, Lee, I'll do my best. Okay. Um, I believe I remember this commercial. I think they were actually getting dressed for the trip to the theater. And uh, I believe she asked that uh, wifely question of, uh, do, I, do I look do I look good in this dress? Do I look fat in this dress? It was something along those lines. So they were discussing whether or not she looked look good in the dress. I, I think we can. I like that. Yeah, that's because I th that commercial I don't think was aired in Canada. I'd, <laughs> if it was Lincoln, I'd remember something like that. <laughs> it was either that or Adam Burr. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're gonna go with do i look fat in this dress or do i look good in this dress so, okay gentlemen um, i kept thinking about this i mean it's a pretty kind of a sexist idea i guess now that i look back on it but uh, we locked in with her appearance uh but i was kind of going along the same lines of like does do i does this do i look good in this dress and he says no and then, like, was Abraham Lincoln always honest or something? Or what if he was always honest? So we locked in with her appearance and Mary, Mary Todd Lincoln's appearance. So if any of you out there in podcast land who has not seen this Geico commercial, it's very easy to find on YouTube. Uh, it's hysterical. And 
she wants to know if her backside looks big in a dress. Both <laughs> of you get the, I almost both you get put the that literally, but I'm like, I can't put Mary Todd Lincoln's, you know. Yeah. Nice job, AJ. <laughs> Going into round six, it is a four-point lead for the gentleman, 150 to 146. Ooh. All right. Okay. Abraham Lincoln signed legislation for the Secret Service mere hours before he was assassinated. The Secret Service, however, was not created to protect the president. Instead, it was created to stop the spread of what crime in the United States? And, uh, it's, um, yeah, we're locked in. AJ, I think it was for, um, for counterfeiting. Like money laundering. Okay, and I will that. go for I, uh, racketeering, money laundering, that kind of thing. Yep, yep, so. Yeah. Okay. We will lock in with counterfeiting. So, gentlemen. So, I distinctly remember when I was in high school, some friends of mine got a new color printer, and they photocopied a ten-dollar bill and went to the <laughs> grocery store and used it to buy. Like they bought a pack of gum, so they would get real money as change. And the Secret Service came to their house and confiscated their computer. This is in like the mid '90s. I'm like, why would the Secret Service come to take this computer? Like, were they also talking about assassinating Bill Clinton? Um, but then I remembered that uh, the Secret Service is also in charge of counterfeiting. I could not come up with the term counterfeiting. I literally wrote down fake money because I couldn't because we couldn't talk it out, and I couldn't think of the word counterfeiting. So we locked in with fake money. I'm going to give you the points. The answer is counterfeiting. <laughs> what dumbasses! They just thought they could copy it on a color printer. They, yeah, and they're like, and their genius ideas. Well, they'll buy something very, very cheap and then get real money as change. Oh yeah, so, I mean that that part's smart. And they but... went to like one of their friends. Yeah, this was the yeah. Do I know this? People? I don't think so. No. Okay. Question two. In 1832, Abraham Lincoln was part of an Illinois militia who were engaged in what war? Although Abraham Lincoln never saw combat, he was elected captain of his company. We're locked in. Locked in. I believe it's the Black Hawk War, AJ. Um, sure. Okay. Why not? Uh, it's not the Red Wings War. It's not the uh, <laughs> Avalanche War. Come on. <laughs> uh, we will lock in with Black Hawk War. Uh, the Black Hawk War Lincoln came right within probably 15, 20 miles of where we're sitting right now and his service with the Black Hawk War. That is true. Hopefully. And we'll, we'll defer to Lee on this. Well, you really don't need me here at all. I'm just asking the questions. You're all answering them. Uh, I would like to uh, talk about a hat that I see on somebody right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Blackhawks, baby. Nick is wearing a Blackhawks hat. Yes. With a space... They've added the space because Black Hawk was one word, and uh, to eliminate the Native American uh, mascot situation, the genius organization of the Blackhawks put a space in the middle and kept the figure, the logo of the head. But anyway. Excellent job. Black Hawk War is correct. We have a big statue, now, too, dedicated that war mm-hmm. around here. Mm-hmm. Now, AJ, I know, th- I know that you're the sports yeah. guy, so I wanted to make sure I asked this a sports question in here. <laughs> For what sport is Abraham Lincoln enshrined in the Hall of Fame? We are locked in. Locked in. AJ. <laughs> I, I think I know it. Well, it, yeah. Wrestling. What, 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 do you, what do you think it is? Wrestling. 
Yeah, it's not horseshoes. Um, <laughs> Great it's not log cabin building. Um, <laughs> I don't think was around yet. <laughs> sure, wrestling sounds good. Right, we'll lock in with wrestling. Gentlemen? Wrestling. Correct answer is wrestling. We did a nice podcast on wrestling. And then I actually compared Abraham Lincoln to John Cena. Like I gave like the fatal four away. I gave them all characters. I think Steven Douglas was like CM Punk. (laughs) And then, uh, gosh, who were the other two? I don't know. It's a good episode, though. (laughs) I got a little drunk doing it. So I would have thought he was. I would have thought he was more of the poet laureate of wrestling, uh, Lenny Poffo, the genius. But, oh, uh, yeah, that, that would have been good. <laughs> wow, well done. That's a deep cut. Yeah, I love so WWE. Going, going into the final question. Gentlemen have 180. AJ and Mary have 176. Now, for the last question, I'm going to give you uh, a category. And you're going to have to wager a certain amount of points. You can wager up to 30 points. The category is Abraham Lincoln by the numbers. Okay. Um, We've got our wager locked in. Okay. So I'm going to be giving you four different things, and you need to put them in order from the one that is the least to the one that is greatest. Okay. The number of columns at the Lincoln Memorial. The age of death for Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln's name value as Scrabble tiles. And the percentage of popular vote won by Abraham Lincoln in the 1860 election. Now, Lee, is that uh, just his last name or both first and last name? First and last name, Abraham Lincoln. Okay. And and you can That'd ignore be- double word, bingos, just just the actual tile value. Okay, you know, just Lincoln is seven, and that's seven Scrabble tiles normally, so it would make sense. But yeah. <laughs> okay, we are locked in. Whenever you guys are ready, Lee, we'll have you decide who locked or who gives their answer. Okay. First. Just to kind of okay, so what? We'll here, talk. Here's to our you. thought process. I I guessed the Scrabble. I ended up with 33, but I, I, our I, official I, guess was like mid to low mid to low 30s because I think I may have been off by a point or two here or there. So we were about mid, mid to low 30s for Scrabble. Our low um, was columns because I thought, well, how many damn columns can there be? And if it goes real all the way scientific, around, yeah, we right kind of there. thought about if it went all the way around or not. Uh, <laughs> the age we had fifty six. I think everybody, uh, most of us, probably had that. The popular vote, I believe, is in the neighborhood of forty. Mm-hmm. Um, so because we were going with somewhere in the thirties for Scrabble, and the popular vote being in the neighborhood of forty, uh, we locked in with the lowest being columns, then Scrabble, then popular vote, then age of death. Columns, Scrabble, vote, age. Okay. So the key to this question is knowing how many columns. Shit. 
<laughs> are at <Lincoln> Memorial. <laughs> that is the and one that we the had no idea. Here, well, this is a piece of trivia to put in your back pocket because it's for the number of states that existed mm-hmm. yeah. when Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Yeah, There's that any fucking colleges? Yeah. I, I think it's 36. There are 36 colleges. You know, as soon as you said that, I think, I think I've heard that before. That's, yeah. 36. So it does go all the way around. Yeah. It does. Okay. But my, my scientific logic of there can't be that many damn columns <laughs> backfired on me. Like, what does the penny look like? Picture the penny. <laughs> so Abraham Lincoln's name value is actually only worth 23 points in Scrabble. Wow. The number of columns is 36. Abraham Lincoln won rounding down 39% of the popular vote. And he was 56 years old when he died. AJ and Mary with a correct answer. Wow. <laughs> Damn. AJ, would you like to tell them how many points you wagered? Uh, we wagered 26 points because we figured if, we, uh, if they went all in, then we could possibly tie them. Well, well, looking at that, that puts you at 202 points. Gentlemen, you got it wrong. How many points did you wager? Uh, AJ, you were great. Yeah, it was a smart wager. We bet it all. Yep. All 30. They bet 30, ending with 150. AJ and Mary with 202 points are our winners. Congratulations, y'all. That was was impressive. Oh, my gosh. We lost to a Canadian. (laughs) And AJ. (laughs) I guess I should do the typically Canadian thing of saying I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that, my friends, was an absolute blast. I really enjoyed that. Lee and AJ, thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you Um, so much. I very, very highly recommend Beat My Guest, the trivia podcast uh, that AJ hosts. Um, it's, it's, it's a great show. There's multiple categories. There's a nice connections between the questions, which always adds another uh, element of challenge. So I recommend that highly. Uh, you got a little taste of something, something birds, and that's a really good, uh, show as well. I recommend that. And, um, please keep in mind that we want this to be a charity episode. So we'll definitely tweet out quite a lot of information about different, um, autism charities you can donate to and who we're donating to. Um, but to thank Lee for putting together a great, great trivia match. Uh, that was a ton of fun. We do want to raise that money. Um, so one more thing before we go, Lee and AJ, every week on our show, we do a feature called This Week in Lincoln, where we talk about our favorite uh, example of Lincoln showing up in our pop culture or kind of in a funny spot. So putting you completely on the spot, do you have any time that you've come across Lincoln that you thought was funny or absurd or crazy to have a historic figure show up in pop culture that is uh, something that resounded with you. Well, well I, as a, a big fan, oh, Lee, you want to oh, go first? You want me to go first? first? AJ, you you first. Okay. Uh, as a, a big fan of uh, Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan, of course, <laughs> uh, you're going to put me on the spot. Then I should definitely say four score and twenty minutes ago. Uh, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! Well done, AJ. And uh, <laughs> those of you that listen to the show, that is sampled in our little theme song. So uh, we'll be—you heard it at the top, and then you heard it again. So yeah, that's a great example. And Lee, what are you? What did you come up with for us? Mine is less pop culture. Mine's about my daughter. So uh, my daughter Bryn, not 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 Zoe Bryn, the one that I asked the question about. 
uh, loves politics. And when I was studying to possibly be on a game show, which we will not name right now, uh, it has an exclamation point at the end. Um, I was going through presidents and my daughter was helping me, you know, with the studying. And I would go through Millard Fillmore and I would, and she would beat me in regards to how quickly she could figure out what number president it was. So one day I said, Abraham Lincoln was the 17th president and she started crying, crying <laughs> oh, for, for at least 15 minutes. She's like, daddy, 16, not 17. You're going to lose on that show that I can't name. You're going to lose if you don't know that Abraham Lincoln is the 16th. So, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. I have a special, a special like, place in my heart. Not to mention uh, my birthday. Hello, dad. Um, no, that's a that's a good story, and uh, it's funny you mentioned Miller Fillmore. Nick has an ongoing beef with Miller Fillmore on our show. So. I'm actually uh, I feuded with uh, Miller Fillmore on Twitter um, a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. Th- this is true. So, that bastard. Yeah. Uh, so once again, I want to uh, lead a George from the Something Something Birds podcast. Thank you, AJ Mass from uh, Beat My Guest. Thank you, man. This was fun. We really appreciate you guys coming on the show. This yeah. is awesome. Thank you. All right, so for everybody listening, hope you enjoyed the trivia and were able to play along with us, and we'll see you next week. So keep walking the world with malice toward none and with charity for all.